G'day and welcome to the Sport Report's full-time whistle where we call time on the day and give you a wrap-up on what's happening in the world of sport. I'm Michael Caruana. It's the end of the week. Happy days. And it's a three-day weekend too with so much sport on offer as well. Oh, I've already got myself a six-pack of Bent Spoke beer I'm ready to enjoy. I thought I was set, but I feel like that's not going to be enough. There's so much sport. On today's episode, it's going from bad to worse for Blues fans as another player is ruled out of the rest of origin due to injury. Plus, Eddie Maguire has pleaded to his Pies brethren to not boo one of their former players this long weekend. But knowing Collingwood supporters, they'll probably boo. All that and more on today's edition of the Full Time Whistle. New South Wales' hopes of winning back the State of Origin Shield have taken another blow, and it was at the hands of a Maroons bolter too. Coruscant from the field. It, it was. I think it might have been the contact of uh, Tino Farr, Suomalaui's forearm. Blues hooker Api Coruscant was taken from the field in the 14th minute last night in the Tigers' 28-12 loss to the Titans. After trying to tackle Titans captain Tino for Suomalaui, Coruscant copped an elbow to the face and reeled out of the tackle. Not long after leaving the field, the number nine was taken straight to the hospital with a suspected broken jaw, with it being confirmed after the match that he had indeed broken his jaw in two places. Ouch! Coruscant was New South Wales' starting hooker in Game 1, scoring a controversial try to put his side ahead just after half-time. There's a loose one, picked up, Coruscant! Off a loose ball out of nowhere! And it was certain he was going to be picked again. But now it's looking very unlikely he could even return for the series. Tigers coach Tim Sheen's confirming last night that Appy would have had surgery today and he will be out for a minimum of six weeks, if he's lucky. As for Tino, during the match he was put on report and there was concern he would miss a couple of weeks. The middle forward was fined a few weeks ago for a similar incident on Bulldogs dummy half Reid Marnie. But luckily for the Maroons, no charges came out of the game, meaning Big Tino is free to play in Origin two at Suncorp Stadium in a couple of weeks' time. Is it frustrating for Blues fans? Very much so. But that's the rub of the green. Damian Cook is the obvious replacement, but Sharks young gun Blake Braley and Cowboys hooker Reese Robson are also in contention for origin taboos. On Monday afternoon, Melbourne will face ladder leaders Collingwood at the MCG to celebrate the King's birthday. But for one Demons player, the game will mean so much more. Ruckman and former Collingwood player Brody Grundy will be playing his first game against his old club. And former Pies president Eddie Maguire has encouraged his Collingwood brethren to not boo their former player, but instead cheer him on. Speaking on Footy Classified, Maguire praised Grundy and hoped that the Collingwood crowd would do the same. Brody Grundy didn't want to leave Collingwood and was shown the door. Simple as that. We've, you've got a soft spot for Brody Grundy. Oh, I love Brody Grundy. He's one of the best players that have come through. So, um, yeah, they bounce the ball on, on Monday. I won't have a soft spot for him. But uh, if he can be best on ground and the Pies can win by 10 goals, I wouldn't be too disappointed. And he's he, a great yeah. guy. Great guy. I hope no one boos him either because he wanted to stay and he was moved on. So he doesn't deserve a boo. If anything, he deserves a round of applause from the Collingwood crowd, a two-time best and fairest player who didn't want to go. Love the club. But if there's one thing we know about Collingwood fans... They boo anything. Just weeks ago, they booed one of the greatest players of this generation, Buddy Franklin, for no apparent reason. Hopefully, Monday isn't a repeat of this, and instead we just get a ripper game of footy on our Monday public holiday. Boo yeah! 
gosh, it's all going on this weekend. So many finals. The French Open is coming to an end. We'll speak about that soon. The World Test Championship is on and will wrap up on Sunday night. Plus, the biggest game of the footballing calendar is here. The UEFA Champions League Final. Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Inter Milan are hoping to win their first Champions League title since 2010, while Manchester City, this would be their first taste of the silverware. City are also hoping for a win on Sunday that will see them become only the second English team to do the European treble, winning the Premier League, the FA Cup, and then the Champions League in the same season. However, one thing stands in the way of City, and it's a streak. Since 2013, every Champions League winner has had a Croatian player in their side, whether that be Luka Modric at Real Madrid, who won it five times with the Spanish Giants, Mateo Kovacic, who won it with Real Madrid three times, and Chelsea once, along with a bunch of other household Croatian names. In this year's final, there is only one Croat playing, midfielder Marcelo Brozovic. And in a blow for Manchester City, he doesn't play for them. Oh, the Manchester side does go into the game firmly as favourites. But when there's a stat this convincing, anything's possible, and this is just as much into Milan's game as it is Manchester City's. And lastly, the French Open. It is uh, coming to a close very, very soon. <laughs> we already have our mixed doubles champs. The finals are set for the wheelchair men singles, wheelchair women singles, and wheelchair quad singles, plus the men's doubles and women's singles. The men's singles finals competitors will be decided tonight. Then the big dance awaits for other players. <clears throat> and luckily for you, that will be the last time you hear that French accent. For now. <laughs> In the men's tournament, it's guaranteed that two-seeded players will make the final, with world number one Carlos Alcaraz facing off against the great Novak Djokovic, while last year's runner-up Kasper Ruud will take on German Alex Zverev. But it's not them that I want to talk about right now. It's the upset that happened over in the women's singles semi-final. The unseeded Karolina Mukova shocked second seed Arena Sabalenka, coming from a 5-2 deficit in the final set to win and cement her place in her first ever Grand Slam final. Mukova will now face world number one and reigning French Open champ Igas Funtek in the final, who will be hoping to be the first woman to successfully defend the title since 2007. On Tuesday's edition of the podcast, we'll do a full wrap of the men's and women's singles final, as well as the World Test Championship too. As for now, well, that's it. Your day of sport wrapped right here on the Sport Report's full-time whistle. I'm Michael Caruana. Thank you for listening. Make sure you are subscribed as well, and I hope you enjoy your long weekend filled with sport. I'll chat to you on the other side of Monday. See ya.